Hello and welcome to the Running in Circles podcast. I am Pallav Ravel. In today's episode, we will be discussing about the domination of the big four tech companies, which go by the acronym GAFAM or FANGI. The acronym stands for the companies Google, Amazon, Facebook, and Apple. Now, these companies have been accused on antitrust and anti-competitive laws. So analyzing these accusations from various angles and joining me in this conversation is uh, two of my friends, Nikhil and Jayant. Hey, Pallav, this is Nikhil. Good to be here. Hi, Pallav, this is Jayant. Yeah, yeah. Hello, guys. Um, so int- to introduce the topic to the audience, I will start with a few numbers. Now, Apple has a market cap of $2.1 trillion. So if Apple was a standalone country, it would be the eighth richest country in itself. And Microsoft and Amazon similarly have $1.6 trillion. Alphabet has $1.1 trillion. And Facebook has $775 billion. So obviously, they are richer than most countries uh, by themselves. So the first question to you guys would be, how do you think the domination of this scale and you know money of this amount was possible is it because uh, of the industry or what do you think how do you think these companies individually became very popular starting with you jayant yeah so pallav i would say these four companies have become such huge in today's uh, tech industries because of the spread of the internet all over the world each and every, almost each and every person in today's age have access to internet. So though these companies uh, perform different or provide different services and products, all are linked together with internet. So this would, I would say this was the biggest uh, advancement in the tech industry. And uh, coming to Google, which is the largest search engine, it is almost controls that 90% of users in the search engine industry. Apple providing uh, premium smartphones and uh, services. Uh, coming to Amazon, is, which is regarded as the largest e-commerce website in the world. It has around uh, 40% of uh, market uh, share in the e-commerce side. And Facebook coming to the social media, I would say, leader uh, and uh, providing ad services. So... Though they are in different uh, fields, they all are linked together through internet and each and every person has internet today. So that has led to their advancement. Absolutely um, spot on, uh, Jayant. So uh, Nikhil, how would you explain uh, how did we get to this domination of this scale? Thanks, Palav. I think, you know, when we talk about tech companies, you know, it's uh, going by the history of businesses and corporations in general. Tech companies are somewhat of a new phenomenon in the uh, um, in the industry. Essentially, you're not judging companies by the profit they produce or the value of their product. It's more about their growth potential and uh, you know how predictions. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, like predictions on how they'll grow, how their user base would grow. And, uh, and, you know, even if you look at tech startups, you know, their value, like in general, startups values are measured by the profit they generate, right? And that's how their uh, sort of valuation is done in the different stages. With tech companies, it's more about a prediction of how, uh, how you know, how quickly they'll grow and how, uh, you know, what the potential is. And growth comes from, I think, two areas. It's more, 
I think with these big companies, it's more about new users having access to the internet. You know, uh, when you have uh, you know different countries in Africa, India, China, stuff like that, where people uh, are accessing the internet for the first time, and there are already these established services who, uh, you know, they 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 the people are using it. So these people don't want there's there's a fear of missing out essentially, right? So it's almost taken for granted that these new internet users will be become customers and subscribers to these. a uh, big corporation so already have established themselves there yeah yeah one more thing that i would like to talk is do you think it's also because you know it's the tech market and not any other market like if you were in any other market if you don't like a company you go to the alternate product right but because it's the tech domain you know there's you don't have like a second choice like there's not going to be the second best search engine or there's not going to be the second best social network because everybody is hooked on to the first one so do you think there's like a slight bit of advantage being the leader or something yeah absolutely and i think uh, it's more about yes there is a second best but the distance between first and second is too vast right there's a human tendency to avoid change and people especially on the internet if they're subscribed to a service and a, a user of a certain service or a certain product they will tend to avoid um, moving away from that platform just because it's working for them so there's really no reason for them to switch away so there's a tendency for companies that are first to market in a certain domain to stay at the top unless there is uh, such a huge revolution and the the only examples i can think of in this uh, uh, regard is coming to smartphones right you know blackberry nokia they used to be market leaders uh, in the past but they were definitely they're left behind in the dust right now with the new smartphone manufacturers but in general it uh, it takes something significant such as the uh, you know advent of smartphones to topple someone from the top yeah yeah that that explains a lot now uh to to give my explanation of how these big companies became i read about this theory called as the aggregation theory which which explains quite how the internet works and how these companies became big so let's so in the pre internet times um uh, suppose you had to book a cab you had to contact the reg- cab regulator service now there would be three or four different cab regulator services you had to contact them because they have the contact to the drivers but with the internet what happened was it was all about which app could get the most consumers uh, so now let's say uber has the most consumers because they have the most consumers more drivers also you know subscribe to the uber service and drive for uber and because it's this because internet has become a game of getting more and more consumers uber is the middleman in this uh, service of cab uh, service because they're the middleman they get profits from them so what internet essentially is is just getting more and more consumers to use that service and that you know gets the profit cycle running and another example of this would also be amazon amazon started with a very simple model of selling books online but because they became popular in that field they you know expanded to selling anything online and then they started off with selling um like e-commerce stuff and then aws happened and aws was again a very successful venture so then they started off with 
you know prime and alexa and other stuff so the point here is once you get profits from this you can expand and expand and expand so just get the most consumers and keep expanding uh so now moving on to the next point of discussion it would be because these companies are so big they have this power of being the regulator of the internet um and these powers have not been taken well by um lawmakers and that that's why they've been accused on antitrust and anti competitive grounds so how would so which how would you explain these accusations starting with you jayant if you could t- tell us about um, a few companies yeah so talking about google what uh, google is accused of is monitoring users data and also stealing reviews from other web companies <laughs> so uh, what uh, google is going through is may since it is the largest search engine in the world so it is using this as a leverage to uh, gain more advertisers and earn from their uh, ad uh, services called the adsense so they are continuously monitoring our data and what we search every day and they are using that information to as a leverage over the other companies or advertisers to gain the market uh, also there is the that's where we have the issue of uh, google and uh, users privacy though google gives us many options saying uh, we are the whole end user who controls what we want to share with google or not google is accused of uh, two main things that is uh, uh, monitoring users data and uh, stealing reviews from other companies uh, it is said that google stole yelp reviews and uh, posted it in their search engine saying those were google reviews uh, coming to adsense which is their ad providing services it is said that google is monitoring the users data and what the user searches and uh, uh, goes through every day using google search engine uh, google is providing this data as a leverage over gaining more amount of advertisers saying it has the most amount of trafficking to google search engine and also uh saying what the user needs and stuff so like this google is violating the users privacy and also stealing from other uh, smaller companies or its competitors uh coming to apple apple uh doesn't have issues in their privacy or uh, users privacy violations but then they are accused of uh developers uh, removing apps from the app store which they have the whole control of uh since apple doesn't have a fixed contract with the developer and apple they have their own terms and condition and those can be changed whenever possible a uh, recent issue with uh, apple and the epic games uh, was the fortnite game which was the most popular in 2019 they removed the fortnite game from the apple's app store because uh epic games didn't want to use the in app purchases in app purchases uh since they have to pay 30% cut to apple so because of uh, that uh, apple removed uh, fortnite from the app store so this shows how uh, controlled apple is with in their app store market and how much uh, the developer has to go through yeah yeah 
yeah absolutely that was uh, pretty spot on for individual companies um so um nikhil what would you think of these uh, accusations like are they valid or invalid what do you think of it i think um again this is something that's um sort of unheard of in in the league both the legal sense and in terms of like a business point of view because if you think about it the accusation against apple let's say is that they are controlling that platform too much that that product itself is the platform should the government or should um lawmakers or should other companies have a say in how they run their platform that's one side of the argument the other side is uh, now since apple has such a huge market share at least in the united states which is where most of this is happening they have such a huge market share of the smartphone space they have to uh, you know they have to sort of think of the public good right uh, because you can't have you can't take over the whole market and then dictate the terms on how the market is run right that's the other side of it and there's really no precedent for something like this right you know because regular antitrust accusations and you know legal um, lawsuits tend to have sort of a more concrete uh, you know uh, something to base it on because like let's say if it's um, something more tangible like with the physical product right you can you can say that you know these these guys are trying to sort of keep other people out of the market and uh, you know promote their own product but with, when it comes to tech it's a little harder to put your finger on something specific just because this is again you know something that's a Not product tangible. of yep exactly the product of uh, our advancement in the 21st century yeah absolutely um correct so there there are absolutely two sides to this one is that they are being very evil and you know they are deliberately doing this so that uh, you know they can watch their competitors and so but then the other thing is obviously because apple is so committed to privacy they just want to check that every app doesn't you know take their own data or something and that's why they have these strict rules on app store and other things so now let's move on to their anti competitive behavior um and and like things like political bias where do you stand on uh, things like this do you think like facebook buying instagram and then facebook being um a place where there's so much hatred and um, fake news and you know political campaigns being shifted and all that where do you stand on that uh, nikhil this is a hard one i think and this is something that's of uh, much interest at least in the united states you know with the recent election um there there are again multiple sides to this and there has been a lot of you know um cases where ceos were called to congress and you know sort of interrogated right uh, they were asked uh, questions on how their platforms run and uh, you know essentially these accusations of uh, political bias were brought up mostly by republicans because it the sort of uh, tendency is in social media and on the internet uh, you tend to have republicans and right leaning um, personalities shown in bad light and i personally think i think this is a product of uh, most of these um, you know google doesn't really have a hand in how the search results are uh, you know displayed as at least according to sundar pichai uh, it's a product of how people use their platform and how they you know how their crawler tracks um, data through websites now if there is significant discussions 
that tend to be against republicans you tend to have more uh, you know or ten, let's say you know in a more generic term against right leaning um, politicians and uh, policies you tend to have more left biased uh, sort of results on google just because that's sort of the general consensus consensus on the internet is it you know should something be done about it should each side have an equal voice i personally i don't think so i think i don't believe in regulation and things like this just because you know this is a result of how users behave on the internet right if you let it go let it be unhinged you tend to have a natural uh, sort of result that you see on things like google or uh, you know other platforms if you sort of bring in regulations into this then again these regulators you tend to have bad luck with regulators in general we have we've seen the case with the fcc and uh, you know ajit pai uh, trying to take yeah. uh, control over uh, you know the free internet so i don't believe in regulators personally and uh, you, you you tend to have sort of a fluctuation um, in terms of the political leanings in government so i believe the internet should be left alone um political bias obviously will be a thing based on the uh, you know number of users public from demand each... or what public demand right yeah so like it, it depends on the people and their opinions whoever is using the internet it's yeah. not something that the companies are at fault of doing it's a product of uh, how their users use the service yeah uh, yeah i think i share that with you because i don't think there's like one single employee who's you know making the search engines go wrong or which which they claim that's what that's what happening i think it's absolutely it's bit... yeah and you know if you've seen some of these um, conversations that happen in congress with uh, you know these lawmakers interrogating these ceos they have absolutely no idea how the internet works right these people are uh, you know i doubt they can use a smartphone on their own they tend to ask stupid questions and you know have sort of a a very simplistic idea of how complex things such as search engines work right yeah. they like you said they believe there's one person sitting behind a computer and changing these uh, yeah. search results uh, you know against some of these right leaning politicians yeah so you know obviously first of in order to bring sort of legislation in this area the first thing is you need competent people who actually know how these things work yeah. and that's something we're not you know we're not there yet yeah yeah so yeah so continuing uh, from the on those lines there's there's not a one single person who's editing search results but rather it's like it's some sort of algorithm or some sort of machine learning being applied there which it's based on public demand right so let's say that more people are if more people are looking something that means that people want to know more about it and because more people want to know about it it comes up on the search results more often and that is a very tricky thing because it also spreads fake news because so many people believe in fake news and also if there are genuine genuine articles they also spread up so i think what the real issue is that we all have to agree that google is doing a massive job of sorting out information for us now that itself is obviously a very tough job right because you don't know what a person exactly wants i and yeah that would uh, be my take on it so anything else you, you guys have to you don't know what a person wants but google does <laughs> at least according to them yeah yeah yes yeah, yeah, so since you all said on uh, <clears throat> uh, users and the congress movement uh, congress 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 yeah congress people yes yeah congress people uh, no, 
not knowing what they are speaking uh, i just uh, saw a video where a congress woman was accusing mark zuckerberg uh, on taking down a post that was posted by donald trump junior uh, he posted a he posted a picture or something of his drug abuse or something but uh, how can they you know uh, you know uh, you know think that as uh, mark zuckerberg supporting joe biden in the election so they they don't understand what completely they are talking also i feel yeah and mm-hmm. i think you know you bring up a good point of how uh, moderation should happen in social media and on the internet you know in an ideal world i think at least uh, in an ideal world you don't need moderation right uh, you know people left alone should be able to decide what's best for themselves but uh, you know uh, and when i say what when they decide what's best for themselves i mean when you read an article you shouldn't just take it at its face value you know you should look for alternate sources that sort of say the same thing preferably opposing sources you know from both sides uh, yeah. of the argument and then you yeah, know make yeah. a decision for yourself but you can't um at least you know we've seen so far that that's not something you can trust people with so yeah. you do need moderation but in moderation right? <laughs> yeah 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 that's a good angle that is required because there are large you know wide category of age groups and uh, there are like even though they have restrictions from 14 years in facebook or something like that but then everyone has a facebook account even a kid so we don't know who is using what so that is a big reason for having moderators uh, i mean moderations and yeah uh, but you tend to sort of see this lack of um let's say objectivity in people above a certain age group not below so it's not about the entry that's, yeah. that's uh, you know it's not the entry that's the problem yeah it's basically yeah. everyone using it um right right so coming toward the last part of our segment i would ask a simple question to you guys do you think uh, these big companies are going to be broken up or that that's at least what the, the intention of the congress people so yes or no starting with you jayant i don't think they will be broken up or something even though congress people are trying to break them down it's just that even if there are any competitors to these companies a uh, few of them are scared but some of them are not example uh, instagram and uh, snapchat uh, instagram ceo felt threatened uh, by when uh, mark zuckerberg emailed to him about uh, uh, releasing an app against uh, instagram but then he ended and up giving that instagram was called facebook photo if i'm not wrong yeah i guess so yeah so uh, instagram was later bought by facebook even facebook thought of buying snapchat but snapchat was not bought it is still uh, widely uh, spread and uh, largely used app nowadays it's more like you have your own idea and uh, you have to bring up with idea there will be many people who will be trying to you know acquire your company or something like that that shows how much your company is worth they can't you know let down and give up on their idea i guess even though there might be many competitors coming up for these big companies they will try to you know break them down or try to put them down but then these companies will not break because they are very high very highly spread and uh, they have become really huge it's not I like think, we have to yeah, yeah yeah i think you brought up a good uh, good point there jent with uh, with instagram and you know facebook trying to acquire it i remember reading about another um, instance of something like this uh, apparently uh, a while ago there was this website called diapers.com essentially it was a service that you could order diapers from as a subscription or you know individually 
and amazon was interested in acquiring them and they you know the the ceo of uh, diapers.com he was not interested in being acquired he wanted to grow his business which is admirable i think you know that's something that all uh, you know business uh, people should be you know aiming for but you know amazon was not happy with this you know they what they did was um, instead of just giving up um, they essentially launched their own competing service and because they were a larger company with more capital they could afford to start off with a much better offering price wise yeah and big, you know soon enough within, advantage yep exactly and you know soon enough uh, they were driven out of the market just because you know if you have something that's cheaper on another platform obviously a customer would you know prefer to go for that yeah yeah that's that's and, another thing about uh, big companies because they have extra capital they can dump it to a new service launch it as a launch it at a cheaper price get the customers and uh, eradicate the competitor yeah exactly and you know in the end what happened was i think a year later you know diapers.com they had to they were essentially driven out of the market and they were forced to sell at a much lower value than what they would have you know a year ago so you have you know instances where companies take things personally like this and sort of drive away innovation and competition in the in the market yeah. which um, you know which is obviously something that should be dealt with now going back to your question should they be broken up uh that's again that sort of depends more on the political leanings of the lawmakers since most of these companies are based in the united states it relies a lot on the sort of political climate in the us that said i think uh, you know if you look about look at the sort of um, condition here in the us uh you have republicans who are pro business and highly capitalists they don't believe in regulation or you know essentially passing laws that tend to break up these companies you also have democrats who you know at least going by you know uh, people like joe biden he's more of a moderate democrat he does he's not left leaning in a sense so i i feel like you know his sort of strategy is to not rock the boat essentially he's not going to do anything big like you know pass laws uh, that tend to break up monopolies he's just going to you know let sleeping dogs lie um in a potential future where someone like bernie sanders or elizabeth warren or uh, you know even aoc uh, if they ever uh, you know come to a position where they have the power to do something like this then you know we can we might see something related to this but at that point you know they'd just be so powerful that i i doubt uh, you know they they'd they'd have the power to buy out lawmakers themselves so one man or one woman wouldn't uh, be able to do much mm, yeah yeah that was an interesting um, conversation um so i would just like to add uh, one last thing which is about which is on similar lines to facebook buying instagram you know, tech companies buying um other companies um you know i think there there are two reasons behind it one is one is the facebook strategy which is just buy off the competitor and be the market leader yourself but the other strategy is obviously you, if you find some company which is um, innovative and you know it adds it help it aligns with your company goal or uh, on similar lines you could buy off that company as well which is similar to you know google buying nest nest is like an iot sort of um, product company right so yeah that, that i think that's that's all i would like to add that you know there are there, there are two reasons one is just buy of the competitor and another is if you integrate it with your company it becomes something more massive 
Yeah, and no, about, the, the thing is there, though, that uh, there's, a, there's a lot riding on consent from both companies, right? Yeah. It shouldn't, I think uh, when there's a hostile takeover, such as the one, the case with, you know, diapers.com or, uh, I, I, I don't know if you term the Instagram acquisition as, an, as a hostile one, uh, but, you know, if it's a hostile takeover, then something needs to be done about it. How much and, you know, to what extent, obviously, is up for debate. But uh, acquisitions are always going to be a thing. I know a bunch of startups whose goal is not to actually go to market and become a public acquired. company. To be acquired, right? Because they yeah. want a quick payday, which is okay. I mean, that's just another take on business. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Mm. But companies who want to grow and who want to, um, you know, become do their own thing uh, should be left alone, obviously. Yeah. And we can't, I, obviously, we can't rely on the big, big dogs to just uh, use their morality to make the right decisions yeah all right then um, that was a good conversation see you guys in the next one